Okay, hello, beautiful people. We are today in a very hot weather here in Houston. I know in Massachusetts, my guest today has a better weather than I do. Yes. However, <laughs> we're going to start recording this because the baby's asleep. And you know, as a mom, we try to put every single second in right. productivity mode. So without any delay, I'm going to introduce our my guest today is Christine Visor. And if please excuse me if I misspell or mispronounce your your name because my mexican spanglish kicks in okay. well my my husband is haitian so vasor is actually correct but in america we say vassar but yeah yes you, so you said it, it correctly oh this or, okay good okay I made it. my mexican spanglish went in okay good <laughs> good so without any delay Kristen, take it from here tell us who you are and what do you do Sure. Um, so I'm Kristen and I am a life coach for moms. I am, I'm a general life coach, which means that I want to help moms in any area of their life that they want help with. Um, so for example, let's say you want to lose weight. I can help you lose weight. Um, let's say you want to stop losing your temper with your children. I can help you do that. Let's say you have a teenager who's giving you a hard time. I could help you with that. I can help you with your relationships with your husband or your partner. Um, but overall, what I want to help moms do is I want to give them support because I think that we just um, have a lot on our plates as moms. Um, so I want to be the person that moms can go to for support. And then also I want to help moms feel better. So in my type of um, life coaching, I teach you how to go into your brain. Um, we have 60,000 thoughts in a day. Okay. <laughs> yes. And most of them are negative. And when okay. we are grabbing onto our negative emotions, that means that we are going to hold on to them and we're not going to feel very good. We're not going to show up the way that we want to. So I teach moms how to choose the thoughts that they want to keep so that they can show up how they want to in their okay. lives. So you're mentioning that mom, that we as humans, we have 60,000 thoughts in, thoughts. in our brain. But mm -hmm. I guess as moms, we have ours, our kids, our, <laughs> our parents, our Yes. Spouse, the teacher, the friend. So we put everything inside. So where you are, are you helping them or do, do you help them to, okay, let's figure it out which are yours and which are not yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we have thoughts about our children. We have thoughts about our job. We have thoughts about our okay. partners. Yeah. So we have our thoughts about everything else. So we don't, and that's like really good point. Like our thoughts are not just about ourselves. They probably are the least about ourselves they okay. are more about our kids and like managing our thoughts about our kids so that we're not constantly worried about them and things like that or we're not constantly feeling guilty about things so just learning how which thoughts we want to keep and which ones will help us to feel better and show up better okay understand yeah okay that that makes sense so tell me uh Kristen how did you start uh, your uh, life coach business because I know that you have a full-time job and at the same time you have a baby and at the same time you are having a part-time as a life coach helping other moms so right first how did you think like I'm going to do life coach even though I have a job and then the second question would be how did you 
balance all these three components in your life because the baby is a major time observant. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I started, um, I found life coaching about five years ago. Um, I found this podcast called The Life Coach School um, by Brooke Castillo. And I listened to all of her podcasts and I absorbed everything, loved it so much. And then I was like, okay, I really want to do this. Um, so I became certified during, it was like kind of during COVID. So I had a little bit more time, like schools were shut down and things like that. So I'm a teacher and we didn't mention that, but, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I created the time to go to, um, life coach school and became certified. I wanted to become certified because several reasons. I do want, have a goal to retire from teaching earlier than the 30 years that I normally would. And that's because I just want more freedom in my life. I've always um, felt like I was pretty good at like giving people advice and helping people and motivating people. And that's what life coaching essentially is. So I just found it would be something that I would enjoy doing in addition to teaching but eventually I do want to stop teaching. So right now it's like my plate is definitely full, but um, it's just my goal. It's my dream to retire from teaching. It's my dream to help moms. Um, it's my dream to show people how amazing it is once you learn how to work with your brain. Um, so I guess the busyness isn't as like, isn't holding me back because of my dream. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. letting, letting the business hold me back. That being said, I do, cause you did ask, how do I balance everything? So I became certified. And then a couple of months later, I found out at the age of 40 that I was pregnant. A surprise. Oh, a, surprise. <laughs> a surprise. I already had a 10 year old and a 13 year old, um, completely starting over. And so I had the baby and what I really did is I, I stopped like worrying about life coaching. I just took a break. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I think that's really important for moms to know is like, we don't always have to be doing it all. Sometimes we might need to just focus on one thing. So obviously when I had a baby, I focused on my baby. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But now that he's a bit older, um, and I have a little bit more time, I'm able to focus back on my business. So, okay. um, yeah. So you took a, a step back from the second part of your career development, which is the life coaching. Yeah. But what yeah. happened to the teaching? You had your maternity leave and that was it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was home on maternity leave for a few months. Um, and once I got my bearings with the baby and got used to having a new little one again, I focused more on coaching because I was home on maternity leave. Um, and even like right now it's summer vacation. So I can really focus on my kids and really focus on coaching. But when school starts up again, I need to focus on my, my new class and building relationships. So I guess in my life, the way that I balance it is that I don't expect myself to do everything all at once. Okay. Because one of the things that I was uh, listening to uh, here with another moms that I interviewed before is mm -hmm. that some of them are very strict on their on their mm -hmm. schedules. Like this is 
my moment and you cannot yeah. do it because they're like two hours is full on production or whatever they're supposed to right. do. And okay. the rest of the day, they are with the family or the other thing that they need to do. But they're very strict on that part. And then other moms said, well, you can't clone yourself. So you have to hire somebody. But mm -hmm. sometimes you are starting, you cannot hire, right? Right. You have to do everything. Right. How did you handle this part of your life, uh, of your business uh, stage that uh, even though you're five years already, uh, I don't know, and as a part-time, do you are you outsourcing somebody or you're doing everything by yourself? I do everything. Well, okay. I have two outsources. Okay. <laughs> the first one, and I think, I don't know if people think of this as outsourcing, but I do Instacart. So I used to go to the grocery store and that would take, you know, a couple of hours. Now mm -hmm. I fill my cart, it comes and, you know, it just, it just gives me a little bit more time. They do. Um, they told me that they they yeah. actually do that. They have yeah. a mom in South Africa. She does the same. A mom in Hawaii yeah. does the same. A mom in uh, I think uh, she's in Manchester. She does the same. Everybody yeah. was like, I can't be three hours in the supermarket. That's right. So like any little thing that I can do that just gives me a little bit of extra time. Um, my other outsource is that I do again, have a 15 year old and a 12 year old and they help me around the house. So for example, the baby's napping right now, if he woke up, they know that I'm on a call. So they would be the ones to get him and they help me out. I do pay them, but oh, um, I pay them in, I pay them in Dunkin' Donut refreshers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're loving their Dunkin' Donuts uh, payment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so things like that. And then just like being on the same page as my husband and, um, he had a small business before. And so he understands that you do have to put a lot into it. And mm -hmm. I really supported him on that. So he really just in turn is supporting me. And, you know, if I have a call, then he is fine with taking over. He helps with cooking dinners and cleaning and, and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's another way to kind not outsource, but asking for help and, and being able to receive help. Cause a lot of women are unable to do okay. that. That's a big way that I fit everything in. So your family is actually pretty much involved on supporting you in your business because yes. that was going to be my next question, but yeah. okay. Because a lot of, some of the interviews are like, no, these are my outsourcing. This is what I do. And mm -hmm. my family support that. Sorry, but Still, the dinner is a dinner. The cleaning is a cleaning. So they don't outsource that, but they are in charge of that. And right now you're saying that your family is actually full on support with yeah. your chores. And I was going to say that's a Jill, someone that actually cooks and cleans and do everything for you. Like, wow, <laughs> that's super. <laughs> yeah, it no, it's hard. It is hard. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's, a you know, um, I, sometimes I find myself like, I work all week and then Saturday going to like clean everything and do the grocery shopping. It's just, it's just a lot. So, mm -hmm. um, like I said, any little bit that I can take to like, um, free up a little bit of my time, that's when I'll put that into my business or into my children, you know, whatever it might be. I will also say like my house is not the cleanest, most organized house. And I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with there being books all over my living room because the baby just dumps out the basket. And 
I don't feel the need to like constantly clean up after everybody. Um, and I think sometimes like women think that the house has to be a certain way or that we have to have a fresh cooked meal every single night. Like I'm okay with being like, I'm tired. So tonight we're going to order subs or something like that. Um, you I think okay. that's really helpful. Yeah. You are okay of not having an Instagram or Pinterest perfect house. Oh my gosh. No, no. Okay. I, and too, like, and this is what I like to coach moms on as well. Um, I think like my son's birthday party, we invited my mom over for cake and dinner and that's it. Like I didn't have a huge birthday party for my one-year-old because he wouldn't remember it. And yeah. I don't have a birthday party for you. Put into it. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, I, I try to keep things very simple. That's, that's probably is, is my big, my best advice. Okay. Keep it simple. Keep it, um, and as, as real as you can be, because once they, they see you, your clients and your audience, they, they read through you like, oh, your right. and your books are saying things. But when I go and meet you in person, like you have nothing like the Pinterest or the Instagram right. moment. So what's going on <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. And like that, that's so interesting that you say that because like, if you see my reels or my videos, like yesterday I made a video, I just had something that I felt like I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. And part of me, like I kept going back and forth. I was wearing a hat. I didn't have any makeup on. I like had worked out. And part of me was like, Oh, I should take a shower and like do the video after. But again, the baby was sleeping. So I was like, this is my time. Like, this is my time to do it. Who cares what I look like? All that matters is the message that I am putting mm -hmm. forth. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that plays into my business of me just being real. I'm a real mom with a full-time job, three kids and a part-time job. This is what you get. And I'm okay with that. And if people aren't okay with that and they want a Pinterest looking coach, that's fine. I'm sure there's them out there, but that's not me. <laughs> you know very good yes absolutely i i am i feel you because as you said i don't mind the dogs i have dogs and i have cats and i have fishes and i have lizards and i have a zoo yeah. very, <laughs> very complicated for me to do that and i'm i'm a i'm an empty i'm almost an emptiness right? i just have one rising senior the other one is already in college in taiwan to be exactly right now so it's just wow Impressively scary sometimes that you're like, hey, you haven't called me in the last week, but okay, it's fine. Okay? I, think, I think you're okay. Yeah. I see, see that you are charging the McDonald's every week. So yeah. <laughs> I think you're still alive. We okay, do that good. too. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, right? <laughs> well, I know. I know all about that. Yep. <laughs> You'll be there pretty soon. They're like, oh dear Lord. Okay. okay. I so, know. Those are the things that it happens to us. So, how when you were you were mentioning on your life coaching um that you got inspired by a podcast which that's the power of podcast you get inspired by other people's stories oh yeah uh, was it hard for you i guess not because you are you are a teacher so you are very used to give advice anyway but how did you choose only moms or how did you choose mm -hmm. only a certain niche how did you come up with that niche because i guess yeah. one of the problems of other moms who want to start the business is like, yeah, I want to do something and I have no idea what. So how yeah. did you choose to become a life coach for moms? For moms. So that's a really good question. I guess 
I think like in life coaching, you kind of coach on what you know the most mm -hmm. and like where you've had the biggest transformation. And for me, I've had a lot of transformations like in all parts of my life. And I think my biggest identity is that I'm a mom. And before I found this, um, I, I guess I just, I felt like I was like drowning as a mom. This is when my husband had had his own business and um, I was, a, I used to say I was a single mom and, and I would be taking my kids to all the things after, after school and things like that. And I just felt like this is life. Like being a mom is just hard. And I didn't necessarily like love a lot of parts of it. And so once I realized that the whole problem was just in my thinking and the way that I was thinking about everything, and it was just, everything was a chore for me. Um, I really, like I was able to really make a shift in my life. Um, I stopped feeling so much mom guilt when I wanted to do something for myself. Um, I stopped thinking I had to be perfect in certain areas of my life. Um, so I just think like, because I transformed as a mom the most, that's why I want to help moms. That's really it. I think another big transformation I had as a mom is my oldest daughter. I used to like be on top of her with school. And I used to like yell at her and get mad when she wasn't doing well. And I, it just wasn't showing up the way I wanted to in our relationship. We were butting heads. And so with life coaching, I learned like just to support her in a completely different way. Um, and I would never have learned how to do that without life coaching. Um, I think I answered your question. I'm yes. not sure. <laughs> So pretty much a journey of self-healing that figured that helped you to figure out your your niche, which because yes. you have to be, as you said, you have to be very authentic and you have to be very relate be relatable to other moms' problems. And that's there's nothing more relatable yeah. than say, Hey, I'm a single mom. Why? Because I do everything. And right. the husband, spouse, partner just show up to the when there's a uh the final part of the competition or just because, oh, you have a bad grade or because you said no and they want the jazz, then they go right, to the right. dad and say to ask for the jazz, right? Which happened to me, even though she's 20. She's like, I said no. And he's like, oh, I'm going to tell my dad. Go and tell your dad. I don't care. Dude, <laughs> 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 you're, you're 20 and you're still playing on that, on that role. But anyway, <laughs> funny. Just funny. And uh, so that's part of your journey. Now, and uh, another question I want to ask you is, um, how does, uh, because you mentioned about the mom guilt, how how much of your cultural baggage jumps in, like the way your mom was raised or your grandmother was raised and how they, you were raised, like, oh my God, it's just, I want to break this part because I know it didn't suit me. I know that many of my flaws are because the way I was raised. So how can right. I stop it? I'm Mexican, so believe me, I have a lot of baggage. But <laughs> like, yeah, the Spaniard uh, and Mexican in me are like, oh my God, it's just like too much. So how yeah. do you it? So for me, I guess this, I, I've been like going through it this uh, past couple of months with this. It's so interesting that you asked that. Um, 
the way that my I was raised was I we weren't allowed to have like strong emotions. Mm, so if I mom. yeah, so if I was upset about something, my mom essentially would like yell at me. And I know now it's because my mom couldn't handle strong emotions. Like she didn't know how to handle it. So she just would get frustrated and upset. Mm-hmm. And so she would yell at me. And then I learned when I had strong emotions that I needed to hide them. And so the way that I learned to hide them is through eating. And I became overweight as a child. And, you know, my weight has been a thing my entire life because of it. Eventually, you know, I learned to drink. Once I became older, I drank when I had strong emotions. And so what through coaching, what I've learned is how to allow my strong emotions, which was a huge undertaking. And then in me learning how to allow my strong emotions, I'm better able to allow my partner's emotions and my children's emotions. And again, like my kids are older. So I still remember when my oldest daughter, she's a very emotional person. I think she was (laughs) me for a reason. Like she truly, she's a cancer and she just is big emotions. And, um, I remember when she was young and she would get upset that I would be like, oh, let's order a pizza and let's watch a movie, which is, that's just all I knew. Like, that's how I knew how to fix emotions. And now I would never do that. I just let say, oh, I'm so, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. If you want, you know, do you want a hug? Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to be left alone? Like, I've learned how to allow their emotions instead of like with my mom pushing them away. That for me has been like huge and has been very helpful in my relationship, especially with this daughter, because now she's allowed to have her big emotions and she, I teach her that her emotions are important and it's okay to be upset and things like that. And so she's comes to me and tells me things that I would never have told my mom. And that's all I, all you want as a mom is for your child to be able to come to you when they're upset. Um, so you can help them. But, but yeah, that's probably, that's my big thing that I feel like stopping the generational cycle of like pushing emotions away and learning how to allow them and that they're okay. They're not going to hurt you. And, and deep, and going a little bit deeper, uh, because a lot of uh, cultural baggage also is why do you want to open a business? Why do you want to work if you are a mom? So mm-hmm. how did you, was ever that a baggage for you? Was ever that a problem or was ever like, you know, you have to be yeah. content with your role as a mom, even though yeah. you, I push you to be, to have a degree mm-hmm. and have whatever kind of undergrad degree you have, but now you're a mom. So you can forget about everything and just being a mom. So did you have any kind of baggage about that? And if so, how did you help yourself to going into a, not only a, a, a career, which is teaching, but to put your own business, to start your own business? Yeah, that's a really great question. For being a teacher, I think you always kind of tell yourself like it's a really good job for you to have as a mom because you're home during the summer. Like I get home, I can be home at 3.30 and I'm with my kids all afternoon and evening. I'm home for all vacations. And so I do think it is kind of a career that 
moms are like, okay, doing because they're not away from their kids. I never go on like business trips or anything like that. When my girls were young, I, I just wasn't able to put myself first ever. And so like a big part of my life now is yoga and just like a lot of self-care and when they were young, I just felt like I had to do everything to show or prove that I was a good mom. Okay. And for with that, like, I wouldn't ask my husband to, like we we're saying, like my husband co- helps with cooking dinner and cleaning and stuff like that. Like I never asked him when I was young, when I, my kids were younger, I just did it myself. And then I would become angry and resentful because he wasn't helping me enough. Do you know okay. what I mean? Yes. So, but again, it was just like, that's what our society tells us that we should be able to do it all. But the fact is that's completely impossible. So, um, I learned that it's really important for me to have some alone time. It's really important for me to be able to like go to yoga and to take a little bit of break for myself. Um, and I don't feel guilty about it because I know that I show up as a better person, as a better mom because of it. And the thing I always go back to is like, do I want my daughters to become moms who don't take care of themselves? And the answer is no. Okay. So I need to, right. So I need to model for them what I want for them when they get older. Um, as far as starting a business, I like, yeah, it definitely takes time away from them. But then I always go back to, I'm showing them, like, I've been working at this for years okay, and I want to show them not to give up. Like they know that I want to stop teaching and I, and I am not giving up until I do it. And they're going to learn so much more from seeing me do this than if, I take them to the movies an extra couple of times. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm teaching them so much more by doing what I'm doing and following my dream. That's what I'm trying to do. So, so I could fall into like a guilt trap, but I choose to focus on what I am doing, not what I'm not doing. Perfect. So you are actually giving them a real role model other than the role models on Instagram that they just follow your dream and they just put a very nice uh, traveling nomad doing everything instead of looking at home and said, well, my mom is actually following her dream and working very hard to make it happen. And this is what following your dream means, that passion that you imbued, not only yourself, but also your family and they can see it and learn from them. I'm sorry. So inspired by your your journey and your story and now how do you stay motivated because you mentioned that there are sometimes that you have a, a, a baby and you're like when the baby sleeps you do uh, almost everything but you also have to sleep and you have to take care of yourself so how do you stay motivated and productive when the baby is not asleep <laughs> <laughs> um when the baby's not asleep i I do try to like this morning we went for a walk and then we went to the library. I try to be balanced. So like I try to do things with him, but then when he's awake, like when he wakes up from his nap, I'm okay. If he sits and reads his books or plays by himself, like I don't feel the need to be on all of the time with my children. Um, And 
like I think that's good for them to be able to play on their own and, and things like that. Or I might just have him eating and then I'm making dinner. And so I don't know. I, I don't really know the answer to that question. A hundred percent. I just, I just do my best. And this is probably the big thing that would be really helpful to moms is like, I don't beat myself up. So like, okay. if I don't do something perfectly, whether that's in my business as a teacher or as a mom, I just am like, you know what? You're doing your absolute best. If you want to try it differently next time, then go for it. But it's okay. Like life doesn't need to be perfect. So I guess that's probably is what I always go back to, to help me. Okay. So part of your motivation is absolutely accept that there will be bad days and there will be good days. And sometimes yeah. the bad day will allow you to have a step back Mm -hmm. regroup your thoughts and then move back again so that's very interesting it's part of a lot of yeah. that, that Learn. uh, learning and that i'm trying to think about that a yoga position that puts you on the back and then goes all the way forward and try to like activate everything i tried yoga once and i just fell off <laughs> i looked like a pretzel so no it didn't work for me <laughs> yoga is not for everybody i it turned out to be at least the yoga that i tried maybe there are yeah. some kind of other yoga that Right. There's a lot. There's a lot. Complicated. <laughs> Less complicated. You don't look like a pretzel every day. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, now, um, on your life coaching um, business as, a, as mm -hmm. a life coach for moms, when you when a mom uh, asks you, hey, I have a huge problem. Mm -hmm. And you, they don't even know what the problem is, but they know that they, they need someone that is not their best friend, that is not their mom, that is no one because judgment, right? They, they need someone that to help them figure out what the problem is because they don't know what it is, but they right. don't want to go to the regular person. Yeah. Because you know something? Person, I, I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be yeah. ashamed. I have something that is eating me inside and I know I have to get it out how what kind of advice would you tell that person to go and find a life coach because as you know there might be a life coaches that are not the best fit how did you choose a life a life coach so for to find a life coach I think um a lot of life coaches have something called a consult call so if you went on a consult call with me you would tell me what you wanted help on. I would explain to you how I would help you. And I think in that, like our conversation, you can kind of get to know somebody and decide if they're the right fit for you. Like, did they help you in that hour call? Or did you feel like they were, they were judging you? Or did you feel like you didn't make any moves or anything like that? So I guess just finding somebody who you really can connect with because that's the most important thing. Um, so for me, I'm a very, like, I'm an honest person. So I'm going to show you your brain. I'm going to be honest with you so that you are able to make shifts in your thinking. Um, I also am, I like to laugh. So I might make light <laughs> of something and, and things like that. Um, and, but maybe that's not something that you would want. So you would want to maybe find someone who's a little bit more low key. Um, 
So it really just depends on your personality, but like trying them out and knowing that you are the person who gets to decide and make the choice of who would be best for you. You're the one who's spending the money. Um, and then the other thing is like, there are coaches who are very niche down. So if you want help with weight loss, maybe you want a weight loss coach. If you want a complete change in your life, you would want like a general life coach. And that's what I do. Um, so it just, it really is just trying different people out. Okay. Now you mentioned weight loss. Uh, there's a, a lot of moms that, that you were ma mentioning uh, before in your conversation that uh, your emotion, you ate your emotions first, and then you drank your emotions second when you learned to drink. Uh, mm -hmm. And then there are other moms that they have a very balanced way, one cupcake and one mimosa on each hand. So mm -hmm. that's how they balance life with emotions, yeah. right? How do you, how do you, um, on that weight loss, it is not about not eating healthy because usually the moms are trying to be as healthy as possible. Do you believe it is more, or in your practice and your experience, do you believe is more about uh, this mindset that you are eating, you're, you're self-sabotaging your weight loss? So it is not about the amount of exercise or the amount of calories you intake. It's about that self-sabotage that you are not allowed to, to lose weight because the mind is very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, you can lose weight or gain weight simply because of what your thoughts are about, about yourself or about eating. Um, but I think the biggest shift is just learning to deal with your emotions instead of eating your emotions or drinking your emotions. And I think in our society, we teach moms, we have like a mommy wine culture where like, if you're with your children and you're having a bad day, then just have a glass of wine and it'll make everything all better. But then in the morning, when you wake up, you feel miserable, you feel tired because you didn't get a good night's rest and you still have the same problems that you had yeah. before you started drinking. And for me, this is what happened was it just kept escalating, escalating, escalating. And I would wake up in the morning and just feel miserable. And I would go to work and I would feel miserable and I would be frustrated all day. And the problem wasn't really necessarily the drinking. The problem was that I never dealt with my frustration and the things that were the thoughts that were causing my frustration. So now when I feel strong emotions, I know how to coach myself and to figure out the root of it. I don't need to drink or eat to fix my problems. And so I'm just, in general, I'm just a much happier and calmer person than I used to be. That's impressive. That's so happy. And uh, in all this journey, what are the most important lessons that you learn about running your business while raising a, a family? Um, Don't give up. I guess like that's probably is the biggest thing that it's, it, it, there'll be really hard days, but you just have to go back to the root of what you want to do and like who you want to help. Um, and when you do that, then that helps you keep going. That's what gets your, your motivation to keep going. Um, and like I said, like outsourcing what we said, whatever helps like Instacart, I don't, I only do my own laundry. So my husband does his laundry. My kids do their laundry. And my mom does the baby's laundry. 
So, <laughs> so it's just like finding those little things to like give you a little bit more time. And the last advice is it might take you a little bit longer because you're, you're, you're raising little ones. Like you have, if you have a full-time job, like I do, you have a second full-time job, which is being a mom Mm -hmm. and, and, and like, don't, don't like take away from the fact that you are that busy. So your side job or the business that you're trying to, to create for yourself, that's might take a little bit longer and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like just not putting that pressure on yourself. And I have learned that the hard way. (laughs) So (laughs) I, I spent so much time being like, why is this not like happening faster? But then I just, I've been coached on it a lot. And so I've learned to just be like, it's, it's going at the rate that it's supposed to be. Like, I'm still here for my students. I'm still here for my children. And then I'm still here for moms. You know, sometimes the moms might just be a little bit more slow because the little ones need me more. Yeah, absolutely. So each one has their own pace. Right. Okay, perfect. Do you want to share uh, your future goals? Do you have a program in hand uh, uh, for moms that are really needing your help right now? Because there must be a lot of moms that, hey, I want to be there. Yeah, so I think um, definitely get to know me by, if you follow me on Instagram, that's where you'll see um, the different, it's reimagining underscore mom, reimagining mom. Um, I think that is a good way to just get to know me. And I teach a lot on there. Um, I teach ways to change your mindset just to feel better. So you might see one of my reels and like instantly have a ability to change your thoughts and feel better as a mom. Um, and then also right now I'm offering a free session to anybody that just wants to try coaching. I think of it as like, you know, when you go to the mall and the people at the food court are like giving you a free sample. I think so many people don't even know what coaching is. So I offer like a free sample of coaching and you spend, I coached a mom last night for half an hour and she had a complete shift and she, she loved it. So you can sign up for a free session with me. I can help you with anything. Um, and where can, then, they, where can they sign up on your Instagram? Yeah. So on my Instagram, okay. in my bio, I have a link tree. So okay. if you go to my link tree, you can see my calendar and you can sign right up and you would have a free um, session with me just to try it out. So, yeah. Um, and then I also, I coach moms one-on-one for six months because that's how long I think you need to make a shift in your life. And then when the six months is over, you'll take everything that you learned, all the changes that you made in your brain, and you, you're able to like fly and do whatever you want to do. So that's impressive. So now friends, moms over there, beautiful people. Now you you listen to Kristen Visor and her amazing journey while having a full-time job, having a new baby, and at the same time, having a life coach uh, practice. And Go sign up for that free session. Take advantage of that free session right now and reimagining underscore mom on Instagram. Just go and click over there. And thank you so much, Kristen, for being with us today. Thank you. Part of this super uh, adventure that I'm having with everybody. (laughs) Yes, thank you for doing this. It's so nice and giving of you to 
to help other other moms and inspire people. That's wonderful. Thank That's you. That's the whole purpose. Thank you so much. And That's until right. next week, guys, thank you very much. Thank you, Kristen. Bye. Thank you. So friends, now you see, you can actually uh, have a second job or uh, start a new business, even though you already have your own business or your full-time job. Um, so until next week, I'm Gabi Rendon. You can find me as Content with a Purpose on any social media or at Gabi Rendon on LinkedIn. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.